Welcome to the Elite Executive Podcast, your number one resource for all things executive health so you can thrive at the office, at home, and in the gym. It's my mission to educate you on how to sleep better, stress less, and maximize your productivity by taking control of your health. I'm your host, Oren McCurry. Let's start your journey to optimal performance right now. Enjoy the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, guys. Welcome to today's episode of the Elite Executive Podcast and the first solo one of the year. Now, I've deliberately left this one until coming out mid-Jan because, to be honest, most people are sort of finding their feet early. You know, everyone talks about, oh, you must be really busy January with the New Year's resolution and the rush. What I find is, you know, a lot of people, especially in Australia here with the summertime, a lot of people are on light duties due to their kids being off school or they're off completely for the month. It's either that or they don't stop. And in other parts of the world, you know, the people have spent a lot of money on Christmas and they're not really looking, they're setting goals early January. They're not really looking into coaching or joining the gym or anything really until sort of mid-Jan. And then February is when it goes a bit crazy. Um, so if you have already started, kudos to you. Well done on that because um, that's definitely not the norm. But today's episode, what I would like to speak about is how to how to set goals and actually achieve them this year. Because what I find is people are great at setting goals or let's call them resolutions. You know, resolution meaning this is my year. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to feel fantastic. Great. Taking it a bit further, we need to set a goal. So we need to actually say, well, what does losing weight look like to you? Does it mean two kilos? Does it mean 20 kilos? Within that... Are you going to be, you know, looking to gain some muscle? So maybe the scale weight isn't as relevant, but also what's the time frame? Like this, the standard sort of smart goal stuff. But then what I would encourage you to do is once you know what you'd like to do, open your mind up to a little bit of a stretch goal. Okay. So if you think you've got to lose five kilos and five kilos is achievable, why not aim for seven or eight or 10? And yeah, you might not get to 10, but if you aim for 10 and you get to nine, you've blown way past the 5kg that you've originally set. So I find that, you know, feeling forward and setting those stretch goals is hugely important. Same way you probably do in your business, you know, if you're an entrepreneur or the in the C-suite, essentially, you know, you're going to set big targets that you may not meet, but by setting big targets and aiming for those, you're going to brush past any sort of mediocre sort of goal. And that's not to say five kilos is mediocre. That could be exactly the amount of weight you need to lose. But Try and think about stretching that and pushing yourself beyond what you think is possible. But let's talk about beyond the SMART goals because everyone knows how to set a bloody SMART goal, okay? Specific, measurable, achievable, re realistic, and time-bound, right? We can do that. We set, set the goal and then we, we put a timeline on it, right? How are we actually going to achieve a goal? Because it's all right saying you want to lose five kilos in the next six months, but what people lack is the process behind it. You're happy enough to set the outcome of you want to lose five kilos, but what, what needs to be done and when does it need to be done to actually get you to achieve those goals? So the way I like to think about it is, well, first you need to probably find your why. So why do you want to lose five kilos? Is it that you previously felt your best at that? Is it that, let's be honest, the relationship might have got a bit stale. You're not having sex as often as you like. Is it that you don't feel as attractive? Is it that the suits are starting to feel really tight on you and you're like, I can't keep buying new suits or new dresses if you're female, okay? 
So there's always a why behind it. And it's never the five kilos. It's about how you're going to feel, how you're going to look, comparing yourself to before, or just, you know, there's there's something bigger, okay? And I'm not going to speculate as to all the reasons why, but there is always something bigger behind it. Now, process-wise, what we need to do is we set down that five kilos in six months. We've worked out why it's important to us. We probably sat and we visualized what it feels like to have achieved that because that's going to be a big driver for your success. But what needs to happen today? So if you tell me right now, right, oh, I've set some goals after speaking to you. I'm going to do five kilos in six months. Okay, what do you need to do today? Is it that you need to join a gym? Is it that you need to just Google search the gyms in the area and start to pick them? And then maybe in three days time, your goal is research gyms today, sign up at one of those gyms on Wednesday, get a PT on the following Monday, you know, learn how to flexible diet in the two weeks after that, lose your first three, two, three kilos by the end of the month. Like you need to set down each little step and who's going to do what, when, what are you going to do? When are you going to employ a trainer or a coach or get some help through an app or whatever it might be? But you need to actually think about 24 hours from now when you set that goal, 48 hours from now, 72 hours from now. Those are probably the most important because they're going to get the ball rolling and get the wheels going on this thing, okay? So what small thing can you do today, tomorrow, and the next day? And that could just be habit-based things. Like I'm going to I'm going to buy some more veggies at the shop today and start eating more veggies. I'm going to cut out the alcohol from tomorrow. I'm going to, I don't know, download my fitness pal to, to, to learn your, how to flexible diet, okay? It doesn't need to be gym-based stuff, but you need to have those three things and they're going to be the things that are going to get you rolling. But then after those three days and those three sort of quick, easy wins, what can you do by next Monday? What about a week after that? Three weeks from now one month from now, and then it goes into monthly targets. We're two months from now, three months from now. And if you do this right, three months from now, if you've got five kilos to lose, you could be, well, you should be at least halfway there. My guys on average lose uh, five kilos in their first 90 days. So talking about 10 kilos in six months. So you should be able to at least get yourself somewhere, some part of the way there. And the goals might change, but I want you to think about all those steps along the way. And what I would also encourage you to do is don't set a million goals. I try to get my guys to set one healthiest goal. So for example, if you want to lose 10 kilos, you might end up running a marathon or you might get into powerlifting. But the goal is still to lose 10 kilos. Just the fact that you can run a 10K or a half marathon on the way is part of the training, okay? Same way, let's flip the coin. Your goal is to run a half marathon, but you're not really interested in weight loss. You might lose some fat along the way, which might feel great, but the goal still is the marathon. It's not, not the weight loss, okay? So there might be side benefits of these, but set one goal and keep your mind focused on one goal. Because if you say, I'm going to add three kilos of muscle, I'm going to lose seven kilos of fat, I'm going to run a half marathon, and I'm going to double my bench press. Chances are you're going to have, you know... So much of your time is going to be split between those four and you're going to have your eye moving between one goal to the next, to the next, to the next. It's never really going to get you anywhere. So set one goal for health, set one goal for career, set one goal for family. Like I'm going to phone my parents every week consistently, okay? I'm going to be more present with my kids. I'm going to put down my phone more. But also set one more as well. Those are the three that most people will get you to set goals for. But what about socially? You know, a lot of the guys, according to Spotify for podcasters here, 
of the Spotify audience, I think 60 or 70% of my audience here on the podcast are male. Male mental health is a big struggle nowadays. And a big part of that is because you're not actually seeing people. And the gym could be your social place where you go and train with a buddy. It could be where you meet up for a coffee and a coast walk once a week, or you go out into nature if you live somewhere where you can do a hike. Try to get social things going. It doesn't involve things like if you're trying to get healthier. It doesn't involve the pub. It doesn't involve beers or always eating shite food. Just something like that you can get out and get at. Like in Perth here, once a month, we have our um, ex elite executive walks, which is just where all my clients and they can bring along friends or people from LinkedIn can come along. And we just meet up for a coast walk. Once a month, get some out, get some networking, get some thinking about things other than um, their current little network. And it's just a, an amazing thing. And I'm, I've got to give a huge shout out as well to Steve Archibald. He runs the Beach Boys uh, fortnightly walk in Scarborough here. And it's a real group, great group of guys. Everyone comes together, has a coffee, has a walk along the beach, has a dip after, and then everyone's done by 7.30 and off to work. Another great thing. So get involved with some stuff like that. So to recap, guys, Set one goal for your health. Anything that comes as a byproduct of that is just a bonus. Set one goal for your business, one for family life. How can that improve? And one for social. What are you going to do to socially be a bit more yourself now and start putting yourself first? Then also break down the goal, smart goals, stretch that goal a bit, and then break down the process behind actually achieving that. And if you do that, you set those four buckets that I said, the four go one in each bucket, and you break it down with smart goals and how you're going to achieve that, I guarantee you, you're going to be more successful than any other year. Any other year, guys. And hopefully this has been useful. This is the sort of talk that I give to companies in a tiny bit more depth, but this is just a really quick version because I know a lot of you will be listening to this driving to work today. And I wanted to get this out because it's time to start thinking about your goals. It's time to actually achieve those goals this year rather than set them and forget them and then have them on the cards for 2025. Have a great day, guys. Let me know if this was useful. Smash the five stars if you like this. Smash the follow button, and I'll speak to you soon. Thank you for tuning into the Elite Executive Podcast with me, Oren McCurry. If you want to continue the conversation about anything in this episode, or if you have any questions around your own health as a busy executive, then the best place to connect with me is on LinkedIn. Just go to linkedin.com forward slash executive health coach to find my profile. Once there, please send me a connection request and I'm more than happy to discuss your personal scenario. But for now, have a great day and I'll see you on the next one.